Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. My name is Ella Hooper, and I believe that breakthrough is on the other side of bravery. This podcast features brave stories, emotional health, and creativity to inspire you to take your next brave step. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. Today, I am talking about a very important topic, one that I've wrestled around with and looked at all the different angles of this topic, and that is the topic of judgment and living unoffended. It's a big one because uh, you only have to go turn on the news or open your Instagram app to look at, like, who do I have to be offended at? Who do I have to judge today? Um, Yeah, it's very big in our culture right now. And as a creative person um, or as a brave person, judgment can be the biggest block that gets in our way. And so part of me is like um, this... I want to put disclaimers out there because this topic of judgment is um, quite a loaded topic and it actually evokes um, different emotions in people because some of you have been abusively judged, really badly judged, and um, it is incredibly painful on your identity and sense of self. And then there's the other side of judgment, which is actually constructive and helpful. And so I wanted to just give you a taster into a topic that I dive deep into in my wholehearted artist class that I teach. Um, But I think it's just really important to um, really understand judgment, become aware of when we are judging, because it's just a very human, innate thing in us to judge. Um, And we just want to grow some awareness around it. So today is very, very... um, start by sharing I actually um, teach a class on judgment and um, because what I was finding is like there's this one side of judgment that's like you do you boo like I don't want to be judgy like don't be judgy Um, and then there's the other side where it's like actually we kind of need to judge because we need to hold people accountable for their actions Um, So what I get the students to do is I divide them up into groups and we debate whether judgment is right or judgment is wrong. And I purposely, frustratingly get them to debate that. I know it's not actually really a good sort of question to debate because it's so black and white. But there's a point to me asking, is it wrong or is it right? Because I want to disrupt this idea of right and wrong and I want to shake up like it's it's really kind of like a oh let's shake things up and really see what you think and oftentimes when we do this debate of is judgment right or wrong and then I get them to go away and and research their answers and um, the, the debate feels sometimes unfair and it's always fun to see what angle everybody comes at and I'm always impressed with how intelligent our students are. But often I will get like when we're reflecting on the debate after we've done it is um, I'll have someone say, you know, like I came in here being like, no, judgment's wrong. Like it's awful to judge people. It's so unkind. And now I'm thinking that it's right. <laughs> and um, and so it's really like 
a question of what is healthy judgment and what is toxic judgment. And um, I have noticed in myself that I definitely would say, especially probably like eight years ago before I moved to America, because that was just like the game changer for me, as you guys know. But I would say that I was a very judgmental person and had this sense of I'm the second eldest of five kids and then we adopted two more, so seven kids. So I have a sense of like high responsibility. And so I think I had a high level of judgment, but then, and even judgment towards myself, because I'm a growth person, like I actually want to grow and I, I'm i a big believer in high standards and, and growth and accountability. And so the idea of not being judgmental, like, it was it would have been a harder thing but i know that a lot of the i've become less judgmental or i actually participate with judgment differently than what i did let's just say that so judgment for me back then would have been more around survival and fear and safety like if you do that is something bad going to happen and so this is where i have compassion for us like of course we're wired for survival so of course we're going to judge things um but then i noticed it created a lot of disconnection in relationship and i think being the second oldest i have like a have recovering from the need to fix people and help people and kind of parent people um and less about like taking responsibility for you know I've got to like help you be better like um and because that would create a lot of frustration and a lot of superiority in me so I would be the superior one and then they're the ones that need all the help judgment and versus toxic judgment I think it's really good to look at like when does judgment serve us and when does it cost us? And I, get, I ask the students to kind of reflect on like when when is the moment that judgment actually is helpful and when is it actually destructive? And um, I think moments where it serves us is in kind of in the land of discernment of like, I'm not going to walk down that alleyway. Like that doesn't feel safe. Um, and uh, I'm going to actually hold back it, me telling that person that information because I'm kind of sensing that they're not super trustworthy or and I'm not going to judge and label them in that. I'm just going to use wisdom to kind of decide what is okay and not okay. And I think that that is healthy. I think where it gets to a costly space is when we villainize people and when we dehumanize people and make big judgments and you just have to turn on the news to realize how um, divisive we are in dehumanizing people. And I think that when we judge people um, and make big judgments about them, it says actually a lot more about us than it does about them. 
And I um, am a part of a university and I sit and listen to different student problems and issues that are coming up. And I'll often, a student will be like, I feel like you hear everybody's side of the story. Like, how do you not like lean? How do you not get bias or whatever? Or like make up your own opinions of, or like, how do you not, you know, be biased basically. And, um, I think the answer to that is always like, I am looking at you about how you are talking about that person. So it's why does that person trigger you the way that you are getting triggered? Obviously, if there's like a pattern in someone, that's something to be aware of. But I don't make just because someone has an experience, I also am factoring in their code book, what sets them off, because I really believe that we can be buttonless. Like we can actually not have our buttons pushed by people all the time. And then a lot of the times we have our buttons pushed because of our own pain and own personal wounding. And so when, even like if I am meeting with someone or a client or whatever, and they're having big judgment, or even in myself, I'll use myself, if I have a big judgment towards something, I want to look inside the judgment because there's certain things I don't agree with, certain lifestyles or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's not real. I'm not really interested. But if someone came to me and was doing that, I'd be like, I'm uh, like, it doesn't really, I mean, there's maybe sadness or grief or like, oh, that's, that sucks that you're going through that, but I don't get riled up. It's usually when I feel at the mercy of someone or their behavior is affecting me somehow. And I want to work through my wounding because a lot of the times our judgment points to something in the past where we've had this repeated cycle happen to us over and over again. So we're going to judge that person in front of us to try and make ourselves feel safe or sometimes the anger that comes up in us or the frustration makes us feel powerful. But really, we don't feel powerful. It's kind of like the Joyce Meyer saying around forgiveness of like unforgiveness is like drinking poison and, and hoping the, the other person dies. And I think that judgment is like that. I, I think that it can be quite toxic. It's like I'm drinking all this poison. I'm festering. I'm frustrated. All my energy is going into being frustrated and judgmental towards this person. And really, like, I'm the one suffering. They're not suffering. They can choose to be a part of my judgment or not. And anyway, so with judgment, I have learnt on both sides. I've received a ton of judgment. I can remember when I moved countries and because I didn't know, I didn't feel confident in my decision to move countries because obviously it was a big risk. I didn't really like, it's quite a vulnerable space to be like, I'm just risking and not fully feel confident that you're doing the right thing. And so, yes, I was very prone to judgment and very kind of tossed around about what people were thinking of me. And then there was also, I had a closer friend who kind of surprised me, who usually would champion me. 
um, was like, yeah, I don't think you should go. And then I, you know, I could tell because this person had gone through something disappointing um, and they were projecting their disappointment. You're going to experience disappointment as well. And so um, I think that having a good filter process of like when a judgment button is pushed, like you have a process that you take it through before you just react. And um, I like to really look into all judgment is a cry for love because often we're communicating through our fear, not through love. And fear and judgment can go hand in hand. Um, And I think healthy judgment is a little bit more you've kind of sifted through what are my fears and what do I need to do to like what boundaries need to be in place so that I can like respect that person and be and treat them like a human rather than a villain Um, is um, we I think that judgment we're very like results focused and I think there is healthy judgment in like actually there are standards in creativity and there are standards in um you know, there's awards for different, you know, films out there and they're obviously meeting a certain criteria. And our work actually has to be judged in order to grow. So judgment is actually good for, uh, for growth. Otherwise, we're not really growing. And it's more just the separation from your identity. I think that because we're so wired to perform for love, um, it, that's where creativity, when when we're trying to produce something and someone says, oh, I don't really like it, we are subconsciously here, I don't like you. And, um, and then, yes, a lot of people can become so consumed in what their creativity says about them. And um, rather than just being a learner inside of creativity or focusing on mastery in creativity and that that says longevity and falling in love with the process of creativity because I know a lot of people they won't put their work out there because they're judging themselves or they're afraid of judgment of what other people will say about them and it's a very real thing and that's why I think it's incredibly brave to be a creative to put your work out there and um, be judged. And so there is this place we have to come to inside ourselves where we are on our own team because we can't control other people's judgment towards us. And I notice that when I get extra activated or triggered around, if someone was to judge something about me, it's usually because I've judged that about me. And when I learn to love myself, accept myself, I actually don't get as knocked off balance when someone has feedback or criticism of me. I think um, as a teacher, we get written evaluations for our classes. And, you know, it's kind of challenging to kind of lean in and like hear the feedback. And 
I what I like to do and it's obviously uncomfortable and painful and then shame can come up of like oh I've got to improve that and then when you can like kind of start to step back and objectively look at it and go I'm going to take three pieces of common feedback that I'm going to implement and I'm just going to focus on doing that really well rather than I'm the worst I should never do this again and you know so I think that learning to have a healthy relationship with feedback is really good um, but I know how incredibly painful and hard it can be to receive feedback but if I've really cultivated um, a lot of love and compassion towards myself then getting feedback doesn't feel like this high stakes I'm being judged and now condemned and punished and so and I think that the way that we choose to approach judgment is the way that we're going to receive judgment and often if I'm working with someone that is very very critical they'll often be so scared of like getting feedback and criticism themselves because they know how brutal they are towards other people and so really they're like a tender person on the inside like afraid of what people think but I think if you relate to yourself compassionately and then have more of an empathetic um, approach towards humanity you're going to be less judged or feel less afraid of getting feedback um and yeah and so I I remember I was listening to a podcast by Brene Brown and she talked about grace and she was like yeah I find grace really hard because I don't want to I don't give grace to myself because I sure as hell don't want to give it away. <laughs> and um, and so it can be like a really hard cycle that you find yourself in where you're um, living in this towered up place where you have to be bulletproof and perfect. And I think there is like a hard line because there is this, like if we don't judge at all like we could we'll all just be settling and there'll be no standards and the whole world will go to like crap like (laughs) you actually need to have standards and you need to have um accountability because that's that's going to help move us forward but i would encourage and leave you with this a more gentle approach to um how you see people And I think when I'm really tired or if I look at like take inventory of like what I judge like or things that people do that annoy me, um, it's usually because it's a space where I feel hurt or powerless and judging them makes me feel superior. Um, And so I always look at the wounding inside the judgment and it's always a place for an invitation for more love because I think that because we're so wired for survival and we want to feel safe, um, we often operate and communicate from a spirit of fear, like where, and it's hard to kind of decipher what's intuition or discernment versus what's fear. And so that's why I think it's good to actually take stock of like 
and start to begin to notice when you have judgment. Like, why are you judging it? What are you afraid of? Ask yourself these questions um, and ask yourself, like, start to witness the judgment without judgment. Start noticing, like, oh, I'm doing an audit of what happens inside me when I'm judging someone else and why does it make me feel and why do I feel justified in judging and is there an experience in my past that this is triggering? So, um, and you're consciously starting to choose a less of a fear lens and more of a love lens. Um, and I always encourage people to, um, yeah, like surrender like the fear. Surrender the fear of what you're afraid of and choose to show up with love and um, choose to show up with generosity because I think a big thing inside of judgment is the most painful thing not the most painful thing but maybe one of the most painful things we can go around as humans is feeling misunderstood and being misunderstood is so painful and that obviously is connected to judgment and so when I feel judgment come up and this is sometimes if, it, if it's relationally like I will do my best to ask more questions help me understand this when you said that what did you mean by that because if I'm in judgment, sometimes that takes me into a tunnel where I can't see other perspectives. And so what surrender does is gets you out of your tunnel and gets you into a place of faith and believing and trusting and surrendering. And I really believe that when we came onto the planet, like when we were born, we were so whole and worthy and it was pain and shame and um, programming that made us the way that we are. So when I see someone even acting out or behaving badly, I do get curious, like, oh, like you're that you must have had something hard happen. I'm not gonna, I'm not going. I'm obviously gonna have boundaries with you just because you had something hard happen doesn't mean I don't have boundaries. But I'm also not gonna villainize you. And I'm going to make sure I and I work on healing my own wound. Use that, for example, like growing up. Then you have like a list of all a laundry list of all these bad bosses leading up. You are you are projecting your negative experience and making a judgment about your current boss being the same. And so what I like to do is go back and go, okay, this current boss is nothing like this boss that I've had. I'm going to like wipe the face of my old bosses off this person so that I'm not projecting because that projection happens all the time because we don't know how to take inventory of our judgment. Um, yeah, and so ending the judgment cycle is actually forgiveness, but also boundaries um, and letting go of, um, yeah, like feeling, finding a way to be free from someone's effect on you. Um, and I think that we can also have a lot of judgment towards ourselves. I think the healthy judgment towards ourselves would be like, oh, uh, this is where I really am at. I am not 
Um, let's say you want to be a filmmaker. I'm, I can barely edit a video. Maybe I'm not there yet. Um, or I've never written a story before. And, um, you know, like, so there's healthy judgment of like, hey, you got some growth to do to be at that level to win an Oscar, you know? Um, and like there, there is sometimes like we can have denial and like there's some areas like where we need to actually grow in. And the more I've done emotional health, the more, the more I know, the less I know, that's for sure. And um, you, you start to take a posture of humility when you realize like um, there's so much to be learned and uh, that will be a lifelong learner. And so judgment says you have to have it all together and you should already know by now. And I love seeing quotes of like, you know, even when I was in my 20s or like watching people in their early 20s and they don't know what they're going to do with their life. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're like you won't know. <laughs> like, how could you know? You barely know yourself. And um, and so I think that part of it is um, really learning what. Yeah, having a clear assessment of where you're at, like being honest with yourself is very powerful. But when you start getting into the toxic judgment of towards yourself, that becomes really destructive. And you'll find um, you, bec- you will, um, if you make a judgment about yourself of like, I can never, like mine was like, I'll never be able to follow my dreams because I'll never have enough money. And that judgment towards myself was actually keeping me stuck in the cycle. So I needed to take off the gates of judgment and actually say, actually, I'm going to shift that belief about myself. Or like a big one in Hollywood is like, you have to look perfect to make it in Hollywood. Actually, that's not entirely true these days. That, That is changing. But if you... If you believe that's true, you will find evidence that that's true. And it's your agreement with that negative belief system that keeps attracting that evidence. Because we have internally inside us provers. See, that person was really perfect looking and they, they're the ones that got the role. And so we want to look at how we judge and really look at are they serving us or is it costing us? And really take Um, a look at what judgment is doing in your life and how it is affecting your relationships. Um, So I just wanted to leave that with you. Obviously, it's a kind of a big topic. And I I know that um, it's kind of, yeah, it's definitely a big topic. And um, but I wanted to kind of start the conversation. I'll be doing more podcasts on this topic of judgment because it's so important and it's such a big block in you getting what you want and you living free because that's ultimately what I want you guys to feel permission in is that you can live live liberated. Find your true self, let go of judgment that isn't serving you and get off the sidelines and go live a big life in 2023. Anyway, excited to uh, be bringing out weekly episodes to you. Make sure you download, 
share with your friends, write a review. You can always book in a life coaching session with me. Um, go to my website, www.ella-hooper.com. Excited to hear from you. Thanks for listening today. Please download, share with your friends and write a review. If you would like to book in a life coaching session with me, go to my website at www.ella-hooper.com or follow me on Instagram at Next Brave Thing Podcast.